Welcome, everybody. I'm Jared from Number One Bullshit with this week's F Update, the show where we go over any last minute fight updates and final impressions for this week's card. And we did have two changes to the card over the last week. The slugger not Johnny Parsons is out, him and his glorious mullet uh, for the fight against the doctor, Udos Medic, stepping in on short notice. We have Motobek Orobai. I'm sure I screwed that up. There's only like one vowel in his first name. It's very hard to pronounce. And unfortunately, John Anik is not on the call, so we don't know how it's actually pronounced. Uh, but this is a huge step up in competition for Oral Bai. He's 11-1, but has been fighting uh, primarily overseas and then in LFA. And for Medic, this is a very, very different opponent. We talked about last week, Parsons, very much a Muay Thai fighter. We were expecting a good kickboxing match. Not to say Oral Bai can't strike. Look at the uppercut he threw in his last fight. Go look it up on Twitter. It is awesome. Uh, but he also threatens the takedown. He's from Kyrgyzstan. Anybody from that part of the world that fights can grapple. So just a very, very different test for Medic. And then we also have Cesar Almeida uh, out of his fight against Christian Leroy Duncan. Filling in for him is going to be Dennis Tolulin, who we last saw getting uh, the back of his skull smashed into oblivion by Robocop. And then we also had some misses on the scale. Uh, Rafael Esteban uh, weighed in at 128, so two pounds over the flyweight non-championship limit of 126 for his fight against Charles Johnson. And this is a bit of a problem because he had an issue cutting weight against Zuma Gulov. We like to joke that it was the patty hair that intimidated him, but this is a pretty worrying trend now. We have uh, one where he couldn't even make it to fight night because he was having trouble with the weight cut, and now we have him miss by two pounds, uh, all of that within one calendar year. So hopefully uh, he can get things on track there. We also have Lucas Alexander missing the non-title fight featherweight uh weight limit, I should say, of uh, 146. He was two pounds over at 148 against Jacob Sarigi. Now, this is his first time missing weight. Hopefully, this is not a trend. And we almost had a third one. Uh, Eileen Perez was a half pound over the Bantam weight limit at 136 and a half. Now, she lost the extra pound. Uh, however, did see online, she ended up in the hospital uh, recovering, but then says the fight is still on, which is interesting because in the picture they show, she clearly has uh, an IV where she's getting fluid. So who knows what the rules are? Who knows if that fight's going to happen? As of now, they're saying that that fight is on. And then other observations from the weigh-ins in our featured prelim, Jonathan Pearson, Joe Anderson, Brito are massive for the featherweight weight class. They both look like they had a pretty, I wouldn't say tough weight cut. It looked a little harder on Britu than it did uh, JSP, but it's a big weight cut for both of them. It, it'll be interesting to see once they actually fill back out for the fight, what they look like. And speaking of massive human beings for the weight class, I mean, both Jake Matthews and Michael Morales are big for the welterweight uh, weight class. But man, Morales is enormous. I mean, Jake Matthews looks big and Morales kind of dwarfs him. He is a very, very big welterweight. Now, Amanda Hebus did not look her normal bubbly self. She looked very intense. I think she knows that this is kind of a do or die fight for her against Luana Pinheiro. 
Jordan Levitt, who now rocks like a different hairstyle every time he had the like quasi homeless high top fade Gumby thing going on in his last fight. This time he is rocking the Mohawk and then God, Paul Craig, come on, Craig. He is as intense as ever at the stare downs and Brendan Allen, you know, calm kind of stoic matching the intensity. And then just after the stare down told him, you know, Hey, keep that same energy tomorrow. Don't be pulling guard. So I am fired up, excited to see this fight. I don't know why, but Brendan Allen's little thing he does on the scale where he covers the mouth, shoots the gun. I don't know. Gets me excited. Super, super pumped for that fight. And then go over to X at number one BS pod to see the fight picks. Last week, DJ went two and three. I went and five. Uh, And so that brings our totals to 62, 26 and one for DJ. Yes, one, Mike Bell, one. And my totals are 57, 31 and one. Damn you, Mike Bell. Now, we have an early card. The prelims are starting at 2 p.m. all these times Eastern because that's how that's where we are in the Bull City on the East Coast. Main card kicking off at 5 p.m. It is a six-fight main card that is wall-to-wall on ESPN+, Plus, still in college football season. So it's going to be on ESPN+, Plus, especially for these fight night cards. And man, do I love the fight night cards because there's so many questions that we get to have answered. I mean, I want to know, despite the miss on the scale, what is Rafael Esteban going to look like in his debut in the UFC now? Because it's been over a year since he earned his contract, but has not been able to get into the cage to fight until now. What is he going to look like? You know, Somebody who is having a relatively quick turnaround, another undefeated prospect coming off the contender series from this year, Peyton Talbot. I want to know what he looks like in his UFC debut. Christian Leroy Duncan, you know, here's a guy that came in with a ton of hype. Is After that performance against Armand Petrosian, is he going to be able to right the ship and showcase that talent that everyone was so excited about when he got into the UFC? And he's going to have to do that against a man that he did not know that he was fighting this time last week. Speaking of guys who had a late minute change in their fight, will the doctor Udoš Medic, you know, can he keep that momentum going at welterweight that he got with that victory over semi the Jedi against a late notice opponent? I want to know what's going to happen when the violent, violent forces that are Jonathan Pierce and Joe Anderson Britu collide in our featured prelim. Don't forget to go vote in the poll on X at number one BS pod. And are we going to get the great grappling exchanges that I'm hoping for? I know you are hoping for uh, that we expect with the monkey king Jordan Levitt and American Roman Kapalov, Chase Hooper himself. Are we going to see that when they square off in our co-main event? You know, is the welterweight prospect, that is Michael Morales, can he continue his undefeated streak and get his biggest win to date? Or is Jake Matthews, who is a guy that has been in Michael Morales' shoes before, is he going to turn away this young, hungry lion and make his own run towards the top 15 in what is quickly becoming a very stacked welterweight division? And then finally, in our main event, is it going to be 13 ranked 
Paul Craig or 10th ranked Brendan Allen that takes advantage of this opportunity and puts on the type of performance that's going to catapult them into the upper echelon of the UFC's middleweight division. I cannot wait to have these questions answered and talk to you guys about it on Monday. As always, appreciate y'all for listening. Love and respect.